All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. It's time for another four things. Welcome to another week. Hope everyone's having a good Thursday if you happen to be listening to this on Thursday when it comes out. But I'm Amy Brown, your host, and pumped about the four things that I've got for you today. And I will say we're going to talk about cold showers. And I think in the segment when I recorded it, I didn't really give a link. And I just want to go ahead and set y'all up with that so I don't leave you hanging. If you are going to take cold showers after you hear all the benefits of the cold showers when I go over them, you might be like, hey, I want to test this out. But you can't just go in and take a 30-second cold shower. So I think it's three minutes or longer. So make sure you're at least in the cold shower for three minutes. And then if you can stay in for five or more, great, do it. But, you know, set a timer and make sure you're at least in there for three minutes or longer. Along with the benefits of cold showers, we're also going to talk about healing uh, your relationship with food. 
if you have any issues with food or you've got body image issues. I've got some tips that were shared at a recent talk about body image from Kale Junkie, and that's her handle on Instagram. I'll get into it when you actually hear the thing, but I definitely think it's it's good for a lot of people to hear some of the stuff. Erin Opria is back. She's a celebrity trainer, and all I got to say is, would you guys walk six miles for a donut? Because... Aaron has done that before. And I was like, what? Are you crazy? But we're kind of talking about when you're traveling, like different things you can do to try out stuff in new cities where you can also like find that balance of healthy and fun. And I'm not saying six miles is balance, but Aaron just kind of shares what she likes to do when she goes to each city and just how you can travel and stay healthy while you're on the road. And then this is kind of hard, but um, I'm going to go over how to prepare for the loss of your dog. And you might be like, I'm not really, I don't have an old dog or a sick dog. But I had recently shared that I lost our dog Josie last year and then I finally got her ashes back. So anyway, notes just started coming in about this. So I thought I would address it. And, you know, I started to think like it could apply to anything that you have to let go of in life. Um, You know, I've had to, I lost my mom. So even a person, some of these tips might apply to you. Or if you just don't really feel like you need to listen to that part, fine. I give you permission to, well, you know, fast forward, I guess, and at least make it to the end when I do the email shout out, because you never know, I might be reading your email or it might be something that you need to hear. So anyway, that's what's on the menu for today's episode. So now that I've rambled enough, let's go ahead and get started. First thing. Okay, I literally took a screenshot off Instagram for this thing because Kale Junkie is a girl that I'm actually having on as an interview next week is one of my things. Her name is Nicole Medic. She's awesome. She is very open with her past uh, eating disorder. She's recovered now and she shares amazing recipes on her Instagram page. Y'all should definitely go follow her, especially since she'll be on next week. That way you can get familiar with her. She uh, has these cookies They're the life-changing tahini cookies, chocolate chip cookies. They're so good. I've made them multiple times. But then the other day, I made her gnocchi recipe. It's the Trader Joe's gnocchi, which she cooks it differently than the package says. And uh, her instructions make it so much better. And then it's like got kale and garlic and lemon and some sea salt. So, so good. I mean, my husband and I were like, okay, yeah, this is legit. We both ate the entire batch that we made, and it it was awesome. So anyway, all this to say... Uh, she was speaking at this, you know, body image talk with a couple of other girls. And then someone else that was attending that I follow made a little highlights thing and posted the takeaways from the talk on their Instagram. And it was eight things on how to heal your relationship with food and your body. And I took a screenshot because I was like, okay, these eight things are amazing. And it'd be great for me to share these things. And then also could set up my interview with Nicole that'll be on next week's episode. So I'm just going to quickly run through these eight things. Okay, here you go. Number one, when people make comments about your weight, diet, or what you eat, it's about them, not you. So here's what I take from that. It, you know, sometimes when you're trying to eat healthy and you show up with maybe your own healthy dish or your own food, or you're not going to, when you go out to eat, you order like the salmon and the salad because it makes you feel good. And then everyone else is ordering like the burger and fries and maybe they food shame you a little bit or something. Remember that's about them, not you. If you're choosing not to indulge in something that doesn't serve your body well and doesn't make you feel well in the next few hours or the next day, then yeah, that like 
that's on them, not you. Like you're doing your thing to like give your body the nourishment it needs. Number two, donate anything that doesn't serve you. Why have a closet of clothes that make you feel like crap? And yeah, I mean, this is a hard one sometimes to let go of the things in your closet. But if you've got something in there that's just like haunting you and look, you're probably not going to be that size. And it's like, it just messes with your brain a little bit, then go ahead and donate it. It's not serving you. Release it. Find clothes that like fit you, feel good. Now, this doesn't mean settle with where you are. Like if you know you're not at a healthy weight and you want to be healthier, then have goals and get there. But by no means should you be torturing yourself to try to fit in some jeans that are just every time you walk in your closet, it's like giving you the bad vibes. Like, yeah, get rid of it. Don't have time for that. Three, your inner critic will never go away, but you can put her in the back seat and not let her drive. So yeah, we're always going to have that voice in our head, but don't let it control you. Don't let it be the one in charge. Don't let it be the driver. Now, I'm pretty sure now the person that posted this put hashtag shut up Karen, and we'll have to ask Nicole when she comes on, Kale Junkie, if Karen is the name she gave her inner critic, because I think that that's the case. But yeah, maybe give your inner critic a name so you can have little conversations with them and be like, be quiet. I don't have time for you right now. Like you're not in control. Number four, let go of comparison. Yes. I, uh, I mean, this one is so hard, especially with social media and people posting all kinds of things. You're constantly comparing yourself. I do it. We're all guilty of doing it at some point. And I know it's so hard to let go and not do it, but that's just one of those things where you have to just let it go. You have to accept who you are, that you're not, I'm, I'm not going to be, you know, I'll use a perfect example. Quite honestly, I follow Kristen Cavallari and I don't know if you know who she is, you know, from the Hills and now she's got a show very Cavallari and like she's had a couple babies. She has a cookbook like she cooks all the time on Instagram, making all these crazy, awesome recipes. And her body is amazing. She did a podcast uh, with my friend Kelly Velvet's Edge is really good friends with her, like one of her best friends. And she's even on her reality show. And Kelly did a podcast with Kristen and she was talking about how she follows like the 80 20 rule where, you know, 80% of what she consumes is like really, really healthy and clean. And she's all about ingredients. But I mean, the other 20% is like life. You got to live it. But then also it seems to me there has to be some genetics working here. Like genetically, she's just like, just really like, it depends. It's all relative of what you think is awesome. But because I don't want to say, okay, that's awesome. We should all be striving towards that because her body is not possible for me. Like I'm not going to have her body, especially if I had had kids. And especially if I maybe cooked some of the things that she cooks and eats, like I, even though she is healthy and takes care of herself, I'm not going to have the same body as her. So I got to let that go. But sometimes when I see her Instagram posts, I'm like, dang, and I start comparing myself. And that's just dumb. I need to let that go. Like, yay, Kristen, you have an amazing body. High five, props to you. But yay me, like I need to love my body too. So there you go. Um, Number five, it's not just about the food you're eating, but the mental energy, good and bad, that you're putting into that food. So a lot of times we spend way too much mental energy, like either stressing over the healthy things that we're eating and we need to eat or stressing over if we ate something bad or wishing we could eat this when we are having to eat that, you know, like, oh, all that mental energy, it adds up and it's taking up space and you don't have room for that. So just let it go. Um, It's not just about the food you're eating. And sometimes that anxiety or that mental energy that you're putting into that, that can be holding on to weight gain as well. So you just need to be chill, relaxed, let it go. Like my son would say, chill out, relax, calm down. Number six, 
Think about all the amazing things you could accomplish if you weren't spending that time worrying about food. Again, that ties into the mental energy that you're spending. Yeah, if you were to put that energy somewhere else, you could be accomplish, accomplishing you know, bigger and better things because all that other stuff is just wasted. Number seven, you are so much more than what you weigh. Now, Erin Opria, she's actually on this week's episode too. Um, she, I work out with her. She's a trainer. She's, you know, pretty awesome about finding that balance and she's not into weighing, um, weighing at all. Uh, and we did a episode not too long ago, maybe a couple months ago about how I don't weigh myself anymore. And I haven't since last fall and, yeah, I have no idea what I weigh. <laughs> and that's mainly because of Aaron's encouragement because I'm someone that would get fixated on a number and that wasn't healthy for me, especially when I started lifting more weights and putting on muscle and I started weighing more. It was like stressing me out. And Aaron was like, stop, it's just a number. And plus as women, we fluctuate depending on, you know, if it's that time of the month and whatnot. So you're so much more than what you weigh. Some people, they they need the scale, they like it. It doesn't affect them that bad. But if if what you weigh is really bothering you, don't fixate on that number. You have more value than that. And you just need to do what is going to make your body feel strong and healthy. Don't worry about the number. Number eight, love yourself more than anyone else, which is so hard. But this makes me go back to that inner critic, which, you know, I'm pretty sure Kale Junkie calls hers Karen. Like, yeah, I mean, don't let Karen talk bad to you. And which is ultimately you yourself talking really negatively. Like if if it's not something that you would say to your kids who you love or your spouse who you love or your best friend who you love, then why would you let yourself say it to yourself? Hmm? I mean, I mean, I'm guilty of it. So when I say that, I'm speaking to myself as well. But sometimes we can be so mean to ourselves when really we would never say that type of stuff to our family or friends or kids or loved ones, you know, just we wouldn't do it. So there you go. Those are the takeaways from a talk that Kale Junkie did that someone did a screenshot on Instagram and I totally just took it. And I should shout out who I took it from. Let me, let me, who did I follow? Oh, Bonafide Provisions. They're a bone broth company. I guess they were there maybe, um, obviously. And yeah, Bonafide Provisions. They have good bone broth in case you want to check that out. This is not a commercial, but I love the little recap that I saw. It was a nice little thing to see on Instagram and Insta stories. Good encouragement there. So hopefully y'all like that. And then, yeah, I thought it would be a good setup for my interview next week with Nicole. And again, her Instagram is at Kale Junkie. Second thing. Have you ever taken a freezing cold shower? I know that sounds crazy to some of you, but I have been doing it on and off for like five or six years. And sometimes I'll get really into it and then I forget about it and I don't take a cold shower for like months and months and months. But it really is good for your body. And I have read about it from multiple people and listened to podcasts on it. And then I saw something pop up on Twitter talking about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, like when's the last time I took a cold shower? I need to start doing that again. Why do I forget? Why do I stop doing it? So I thought I would share it with y'all because maybe it's something that you want to try. And it's not the same thing as like, you know, if you were to actually get to go do cryotherapy or something, which I don't know if any of y'all have done that, but that is 
freezing cold. Like your body, it's like three minutes of standing in the coldest thing. Like you don't even think you're going to be able to handle it. Now that's obviously not something people can go do and that can get expensive. So everybody has cold water at home. I know it's not as comfortable because we all love like a good warm shower, but there are some health benefits. So I'm going to run through those. First of all, it promotes fat loss. Yep. Simply pouring ice cold water on the body can help cut weight. Cool showers activate brown fat, which generates heat around the body, and the increased activity of the good fat burns calories to keep the body warm. And research shows that cold temperatures can boost brown fat by 15 times higher than the normal amount. So it's pretty awesome. It improves immunity. A study showed that regular cold showers trigger an increase in metabolic speed rate and the amount of white blood cells in the body, which then help fight diseases. It also gives better circulation. And improved circulation means better overall cardiovascular health. Among the benefits of taking cold showers is a good blood flow. It allows the blood to rush down to organs to stay warm. Now, I have to wake up super early to do the Bobby Bone Show. Like, it's really, really early. And when I am on a cold shower kick, I will say this helps get my body going. Like, I just get in there. I go for it. I try to stay in there for at least three minutes. And it's cold. But when I get out, I'm way more awake. And I feel like I have better morning shows when I do it. Like, why am I not doing this every day? Um, Also, it drains the lymphatic system. So cold showers help boost the activity of the lymphatic system, which works to carry out waste from the cells, which Gwyneth Paltrow, she once said that jumping on a trampoline did that. So my friend Gracie and I, we ordered these mini trampolines and she would come over to my house and we would jump because we wanted to drain our lymphatic system. It started to kind of hurt my back. But if you do that and you, you know, drain the system, you get rid of waste from the cells, it reduces the risk of infection. So that's pretty awesome. It also promotes emotional resilience. So this part's interesting. A study showed that cold showers can help develop a nervous system that is resilient to stress. The effort alone serves as a small form of oxidative stress, which the body would adopt, adapt, excuse me, over time and then teach the brain to prepare for stress. Oh, I kind of like that. And in at number six, it lowers stress. As the brain learns how to deal with stressful situations, cold showers could also help cut the levels of uric acid and boost glutathione in the blood, which glutathione, um, Bobo, he does IV injections and he came on and talked about that and how amazing glutathione is for the body. And that also helps reduce stress. So looky there. Uh, Number seven, lowers the chances of depression. Cold showers have been found to relieve symptoms of depression by stimulating the blue spot on the brain that releases a chemical that plays a role in alleviating depression. So that's awesome. Number eight, promotes faster muscle recovery. In 2009, studies showed that an ice bath after intense training improves circulation and helps remove some lactic acid, which could speed up the body's recovery. I mean, but let's be honest, we're not all doing anything crazy that needs that. But Dirks Bentley, he when he goes on the road, I don't know if he's still doing it, but he was on a, an ice bath kick to where at his shows, he would get like, you know, backstage before he would go on, like if he's on tour, he would get these huge trash cans, fill them up with ice and water, and he would get in them. And then, you know, certain people that were out on tour with him, like opening with him, like, I guess it was like part of the thing, like, hey, we got to do an ice bath with Dirk Spintley. And he would post videos of them doing them. But he was really into the ice baths and doing them all the time. Now, I have never done an ice bath, 
And I know that that's way more cold than a cold shower, but yikes. But if you if you are working out pretty intensely, maybe, maybe you should look into that. Um, it also enhances skin and hair. The benefits of taking a cold shower not only give better health, but also make people look better. Ice cold water can help reduce the risk of losing too many natural oils on the skin and hair. And that comes from a dermatologist. So that makes sense. And lastly, a 10-minute ice bath could help people get incredible sleep at night. Again, I thought we were talking about cold showers, not ice baths. According to a book called The 4-Hour Body, I actually think that I have that book at home. The book states that taking a cold shower gives elephant tranquil... I can't say the word tranquilizer. My speech impediment's coming through. If you're new to listening, I have a trouble. I have a trouble. I have trouble sometimes with R's and W's and words like tranquilizer. I know that it's not a W in there, but it's sort of similar in the R and the Q and the W or the U. Anyway, the book states that taking a cold shower gives elephant tranquilizer-like effect that will put you straight to bed. I mean, but I, y'all, I don't know. I don't know if I'm brave enough to pour myself an ice bath before bed, but maybe I need to try it just for sake of this podcast so I can tell y'all that I did it and let you know if it worked. I mean, I don't mind being a guinea pig for y'all. And again, I apologize. I'm going to try to say tranquilizer again. Um, The book states that taking a cold shower gives elephant tranquilizer-like effect. (laughs) Tranquilizer. I don't, maybe it's like elephant before the word tranquilizer that's messing me up. Gives elephant tranquilizer-like effect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, if you two just don't give up on your dream, people. I speak for a living. I get paid to talk and I can't even say certain words. So, you know. Chase whatever dream you want. There's somebody out there that will hire you. Okay, so there you go. The benefits of taking cold showers every day and also some stuff on ice baths. And I will keep y'all posted if I do that. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us 
So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start ritual or add essential for women. 18 plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Right before I hit record with Aaron, because I've got Aaron Opria here, trainer, trainer to all the people. Uh, we were talking about me running again. So it's kind of ironic because on last week's episode, I did a thing on marathon training tips from this non-runner. But fun fact, like I said last week, I have run a marathon and I did triathlons and I used to run long distance. I ran cross country in high school, like running is not totally foreign to me. I just haven't done it since about, you know, 2005. 
<laughs> Bringing it back, baby. So Erin wants me to start running. And before I hit play to record, she was just saying like, maybe we need to gradually build up. You need to start running like one mile, two mile, three miles. I think ideally you'd like me to, and, and let's talk about why, why we're doing that with me. Because I've been hesitant to run, but I mostly walk. And then now I lift weights with you. And I do a little bit of yoga when I can, which yoga used to be my primary. And I, I miss that, but I just can't get to the studio. It's just too hard. And But you mix it in occasionally. So you I mix still it in occasionally. And then I have some YouTube videos that I do at home that are like 20, 30 Perfect. minutes. But I, I think we were talking about how I need to sweat more. Yes. And so running and some cardio. And I have a few like areas on my body that I'd like to you know, kind of tweak a little bit. And you think that running will do that for me. Running, running, running like long-term cardio, whether it's running or long-term jump rope, something like that um, really makes a big difference on my body. Yeah. Um, And I see it with clients. If I can convince them that, yes, our workouts are fantastic, but also I want you to do some long-term cardio to go with it. And I'm not talking hours. No. I'm like 30 minutes. Right. Like, so, I mean, I feel like I can do that. So anyway, my husband said that he would go on a run with me. He'd like be yes. my cheerleader. He's in running. I mean, and the weather here in Nashville has been gorgeous. So it's like, okay. No excuses. No excuses. Get outside. So, but, and that's not why Aaron's here today. We're kind of going to talk about uh, traveling because summertime is coming up. Kids are about to get out of school. Family is going to start going on vacation. And it's like, how do you stay healthy on the road? And when you're like, some people think, oh, I don't have a gym. I can't work out. But if you've got... If you've got the space of a yoga mat, maybe it's maybe even you're at a hotel and you don't have a yoga mat, you can go get some towels out of the bathroom, lay them down, and that's your little workout space. Like workout party in the hotel room. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stuff that can be can be done, and then there's also ways to still eat clean while you're traveling, but also the importance of being with your family and, it, and living life. Is- like you just spent a week in Dallas because your son had soccer. And you had balance, like y'all had super healthy meals, but donuts. you also had donuts. <laughs> yeah. It is all about balance and it's all about family time. It doesn't have to be a structured hour workout. That's where a lot of people get in their head. I don't have an hour. I don't have an hour. It doesn't have to be that way. I mean, Tabatas are the best thing ever to take on the road. And so those that you don't know what Tabata is, it's a four minute workout, 20 second burst of exercise, followed by 10 seconds of rest for eight rounds. They're so fun. You put on some good music. You can get your kids involved, your husband involved. Make it like a little family party and you can take it outside if it's beautiful weather on your vacation. This is a no excuse workout, but you can do it anywhere. So what you do is you pick your exercises in my book, the four by four diet. I have a workout program laid out for beginners all the way to advance. And it, you can do like push ups. So it's body weight training. So you don't have to take anything squats, on the road. Squats, squat lunges. Jumps. Um, I mean, they're killer. I see such changes in people's bodies with these. Like seriously, Tabatas are one of my favorite style of trainings and the best thing about it is I, a lot of my clients do them on their bus. Yeah. Like you can do them anywhere. And don't forget your good old friend, the jump rope. I mean, that's the best thing ever. Well, yeah. If you have a jump rope, but yeah, if that's you don't, an easy, but if you don't have one, easy, you can get one. You should get one because I agree. It is an easy thing to throw in your suitcase Yes, that you can kind of bust out and do, even if you don't have access to a treadmill, maybe wherever you are, say it's not amazing weather. Well, maybe find a space where you can jump rope to get your heart rate up a little bit. Maybe your and kids are swimming and you just can stand by. The, you've done that. Stand by the pool and I get have. your jump rope. I did. They did that last summer. Bobby um, has a pool now. Mm. And last summer, yeah, my kids wanted to swim and I took my jump rope over to his house and I jump roped while they swam. And it actually was pretty awesome. You don't, because the thing about it is you're not on your phone. 
you're really interacting with everybody. You're watching everything going on. So you're still talking and communicating. You're not just sucked into your phone. So I feel like jump rope is, that's how I watch all my kids' soccer games. Because if I didn't, if I was sitting, I'd be playing on my phone and I'd be, oh, I miss that play. But I don't miss anything if I'm jump roping. I see everything. Like, and then you can go to the And airport? you actually got major, like just side note, because it's so annoying. You got backlash from like some other parent oh, yeah. watching you at a soccer game that was like, uh, who is this woman trying to show off at her son's soccer game? And it's so annoying. Like she's just trying to, I oh, don't yeah. know. <laughs> totally out of my character. I mean, I go off on my own little corner and just watch the game. And I just put my headphones in. It's relaxing. I get my heart rate up. I have fun. But people like to judge others. And I'm like, right. well, and we just, live in a, haters are going to hate and you just have to let them hate. Right. If someone is choosing to get in some cardio instead of sitting there, um, well, let's try not to hate on people. Yeah. Let's not. Let's just be calm. Nice. Collect hey, your grab thoughts. Grab a group of women and get them to do it with you. Actually, I ended up having a couple women that joined me eventually over the years. I mean, I've been doing it for years, but eventually some women joined my workout party yeah. at the soccer field. Like, don't let someone working out at a soccer game to watch their kid ruffle your feathers. Just stay there chill. You go. Don't take to social media. Don't be rude. But yeah, okay. So these are some tips on Tabata workout is good for traveling. Yes. Jump rope is good for traveling. Um, maybe where you're traveling to research ahead of time and look up workout classes that might be fun near where you're staying that would be cool to walk to or check out or take an Uber to. Like maybe it's a gym that's literally not in the city where you live in. That's something I like to do is when I go to different cities. Yeah, like, but sometimes people don't want to leave their kids for that hour. Oh, that's They're true. with their family. They don't want to leave their kids for that hour. That's what you can do family well, activities. That's what the husband is for. <laughs> that is true. You get up nice and early when the kids are still sleeping, leave yeah, with the husband and, and go have some fun. I get to fun. go to like some That's really, your me time. Yeah. And you know what? That is important to still have your me time. But you can also, if you don't want to do that, you can integrate it into the family, whether you guys all rent bikes and go out for bikes. And don't forget just walking a city. That's my kids and my family, my husband and my family, when we would go to a new city, our favorite thing was to walk the city instead of like getting in the public transportation. Like we walked every bit of Boston. Yeah. And it's like, how many steps can we get in? And what you see is unreal as opposed to taking transportation. So you can do like walking with the city. I mean, walking through a city or wherever you happen to be, explore. You can go hiking. You can do whitewater rafting. Just stay active with your family. So you've worked so hard. Don't let it all go on your vacation. And yes, indulge. Absolutely indulge. But it doesn't mean... Well, not everybody listening like has kids. Some people may be going on vacation that don't. So yeah, there could be... Just do whatever fits for your lifestyle yes. like maybe if it's just you and a friend or maybe you're taking a trip solo or Go it's dancing. Just you and your spouse yeah Aaron would like to recommend that you find like a really cool rooftop bar and dance your like face 4, off 4 p.m when it's not not that crowded and then dance it actually is I really, mean I I did it with her and it actually was really fun so it felt good to kind of like mean, throw it back and let, let loose, loose mm-hmm. and forget I mean yes people taking pictures but that's okay you just forget about the world and It's so fun. If you have good music, it's it's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, Okay. So what are some, like when it comes to food wise, like you were just, you just mentioned indulge. Like, so what do you find to be a healthy balance when you're on vacation or you're traveling that keeps you in check? So for me, a lot of it is I I plan ahead of time. So before I travel with food, so I have a Yeti cooler. If I'm flying, I fly with a Yeti cooler, like the canvas zip ones. And it's one of my check-in bags. You know, Southwest, you get two bags. So one of them can be a Yeti cooler. And I fo- I make my Crock-Pot oatmeal so I can just warm it up in the mornings, things like that. You can get a refrigerator. No, you're saying you actually check it and put it under the plane. Under the plane. Yeah, that's what she means. Because like, oatmeal, you can't, a certain portion of oatmeal, that's considered 
I've gotten busted with oatmeal Only, before because it was mushy. I, it I always have it in my bag. And sometimes they take it, sometimes they don't. But oh, it's so I depressing. Always, I do put it under the big thing of it, I take under the plane. Right. So that's what you mean. So check it under the plane. And so what else do you have in there? Beet juice. Yeah. Beets, lemon, ginger. My shots. I have all my shots prepped for a couple of days in there. Um, I take salad dressing because restaurant salad dressing is so bad. So bad. And so I. And just, there's some good ones you can make at home that are clean ingredients, healthy fats, and like still tasty. Still though. tastes really good. Yeah. I mean, I I I totally do the same thing. They have those little teeny tiny, probably what you put your beef juice in, but the little three ounce mason jars they're really tiny and they fit in your purse like i have put because it still looks cute so if you bust it out of your purse it doesn't look like weird but i will say i have put salad dressing in um shampoo travel bottles like that's one of my travel tips is you know the three ounce it's for shampoo or face wash or body wash or whatever (laughs) but i put salad dressing beet juice and matcha latte. I was about to say matcha latte goes in, in there. <laughs> my um in my shampoo container. So there's that. But like, say you're going out to eat and you want to take your salad dressing, you just put it in one of those cute little glass mason jars that's tiny, and then bust it out and dump it on top of your salad. And there's it's no shame so good. in that. I mean, no, just yes. get the dressing on the side. Everybody's doing that these days. Nobody cares. And then bust out your own dressing. And like, if you go to a Mexican restaurant, I order fajitas and I tell them leave off the extra sizzle. No sizzle. What's the sizzle? You know, on the fajitas, how it comes out really like. Yeah. They pour extra oil on there. So it's like oh, little really? The yeah. sizzle's the oil? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought it was so, just like piping hot. No, they but have that's, extra they're oil. They're adding, oh, and it's not good oil. Yeah. That's for it's sure. Really, so it's, it's so probably it's, like it's, And like if you order salmon, no oil, no butter. So there's little tips that you can do um, in restaurants too to save a bunch of calories. Because- all of our normal foods. So if you order, if you made grilled salmon and vegetables at home, the calories and the sodium content so much lower at home than if you eat the same thing in a restaurant because right. they load it with butter, oil, and salt. Right. The salt. So, now that I cook more at home with a lot less salt, when I go to a restaurant, the first thing I taste now is salt. And I'm you like, see oh. it. I'm like, the next day. Oh yeah. And I get, yeah, I definitely see I it, feel it in my, my face and my fingers. And that's when, I think it's when you get to that place with your body, you're in a you're in tune, like you're in a good place where you are so in tune with it that you know if you had too much sodium at a last meal. I used to live in a state where I had no idea. I was just constantly inflamed and puffy. So I just thought that was my normal. But now I can know like it instantly, like the next day I'm like, oh, great. And you're really thirsty. You wake up in the morning, you're like, but that's another thing because you are eating out and you may not be able to control it. Just continue to chug the water. Lots of water. And if you're going to have some cocktails, enjoy them. Try not to get the sugar-loaded ones, but mix a glass of water in between each cocktail. Right. So it will slow your drinking down. And even if you order tequila, I mean, I like to mix my own beet juice, but you can also mix it with the water. So now you're hydrating somewhat. And add lemon. And add lemon, limes. I mean, you can make it delicious. Right. You don't have to get a, get it really sugary. And then, so that's part of the balance and indulging and having fun. And then if you take these tips while you're eating oh, out, then it's like, if you want to go grab donuts or cupcakes you with have the to family. Walk. That is my rule. So if you oh, want to go get like donuts for my, we always get it. We go to a local donut store, wherever city we go to. And the rule is you have to walk. Like in LA, we walk six miles to get to one donut store. What? I mean, I really wanted the donut. So you walk six miles there and six miles back? No, we Ubered back. We okay. walked six miles oh, there. The rule, okay, I didn't that's have good. A, I didn't so have you, enough. Well, that's good. So you walk there, but then you're allowed to Uber back. Or or you if it's Uber only one there mile and you... walk back. Or yeah, usually we can walk there and back. Okay. Like we were just in Dallas and it was two miles and we walked there and back. Okay. 
And so I that's had, the donut rule. That's the donut rule. But your weakness might not be donuts. It might be cupcakes. It might be pizza, whatever it might be. You might and, live or you might be vacationing where they have a Mama Fuku milk bar and you want to go. That's oh, my favorite oh, cake. Yes, I've seen and that. They're, they're I've never opening, tried it. Uh, so they started in New York and now they're opening up across the country like they have. For a couple of years now, they've been in D.C. and Vegas, and they just opened in L.A. And I don't know where else they're going to open up these bad boys, but Nashville. trust me, they are. It, ugh, it's a game changer. And now they I have. I hear so many people free. talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, they're so good. But anyway, that could be a place where you could. You yeah, walk to. You walk to. Like go try it, but. But walk. you know what? The best part about walking is not only do you get to see your city, but whoever you're with, whether it's your spouse, your kids. A lot of times you're not just staring down at your phone. The communication that you get, the bonding time of whoever you happen to be with, or if you're just alone, you put your headphones in and it's a great thinking space, you know, but it's just a great um, mind clearing. I feel like it's just a rejuvenation time. Yeah. And you get vitamin D. Yeah. That's a win. From the sun. Totally. Vitamin D is so important for our mood. Super duper, duper important. And so much so we're all deficient in vitamin D. So we need more of it. And that includes like sometimes getting out for minimal amounts of time. This is probably a whole nother podcast in itself or a whole nother thing, but like not always being, I'm big on sunscreen, but sometimes your body needs a couple minutes with no blockage. Like you need to, to be letting it. in those rays so you absorb it, but you can also take vitamin D supplements, but I'll talk about that at another time. Uh, so since we were talking about walking and stepping and all the things oh. quickly, I want to bring up that your latest step bet game, which I've done multiple times and I'm joining this one again. Um, it's so much fun. You put $40 in a pot and it's, it's started now, but it's the warm up week. So you actually have a few more. Yeah. So right days. now, if you go on, if you download the step bet app, you have to enter the game code Aaron Opria. So you'll be in my game. Um, it says it started April 22nd, but the first week is a warm up mm-hmm. week. So you can't, yeah. you can still sign up until Sunday, which like, is like, I good. literally, to be honest, like I haven't signed up yet, but we have until Sunday. So you can bet by Sunday, I'll be signed up <laughs> Sunday, the 28th. So if you're, you can sign up now and just, so you just can't lose this week. It's just a chance for you to learn how the how app works. works. So what it is, you pay $40. It's going to pull your history off your fitness tracker, whether you use uh, a watch or if you don't have a fitness tracker, you can use your phone. It's going to pull your history off and it's going to up at about 30%. If you've only, if you've already played, it's only going to up at about one to 3%. So your second or third game or whatever. Yeah. It's not that much. And, um, and it's, it, for the next, so it's not six weeks. It's tech. The game's technically only five weeks that count. Right. So the next five weeks, if you get your steps in, uh, you get your $40 back. If you don't, that money's put into a big pot split amongst the winners. So we make money by moving. But the best part is we establish new healthy habits and then the difference you feel just by movement is amazing. The more you move, the better you feel. The more you sit, the worse it gets. So move that body. Yeah. Our bodies are made to move. We're a machine. I'm Let's go. Big fan of step bet and definitely holds you accountable. It makes you want to get up and get moving instead of just sitting because otherwise you're like, oh, then you're like, if I have to get my steps, I move so much more when I'm participating in a game. Oh, so me too. Highly I need recommend to start it. Um, again. Step bet app. Enter the game code Aaron Opria. I mean, the pot's already 120,000. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, let's hit 160. Okay, let's try. E R I N O P R R E A. Yes, nailed yes. it. Got it. Okay, well, thank you, Aaron, for coming on. Thanks as for having me. And we'll see you next time. Yes. I shared recently that we finally got the ashes back from our dog, Josie, who passed away in February of 2018. 
Now you might be thinking, okay, it's April of 2019. Definitely took you a long time to get the ashes. And it did. It's because I just, I, I didn't want to go to the vet and pick them up because then that would make it real. And I feel like I finally had, you know, healed from losing Josie because she was our dog forever. And, you know, cancer took toll on her body and we decided to have her cremated. Well, we put her to sleep and then decided to have her cremated at that point and then yeah left the ashes there so it's just one of those things I wanted to ignore but then the vet kept calling so I thought okay well we need to get the ashes because I definitely want to go spread her ashes in North Carolina our very first house that we had together my husband and I and our dog and um, I still plan on doing that but we've got the ashes here at, in Nashville with us but uh, I got some notes from some of you that were uh, you know, in, in my shoes, except for you haven't lost your pet yet, but you've got an old dog or a sick dog. And you're like, okay, how do you even prepare for losing your dog? Because dogs are like family. So I thought I would quickly run through some stuff that I found to help us because, you know, it was something that we had time to prepare for, even though it was hard. It's just like, I kept calling the vet and I was like, okay, do you think we could have another week? Do you think we could have another week? Do you think we could have another week? And finally it got to the point where the vet was like, I mean, this is really about quality of life for Josie and it's just not fair to keep her going at this point. She's in a lot of pain and I think you just finally need to let go. So my husband and I went to the vet and I'd never done anything like this before. I had a dog that was put to sleep when I was a child, but my mom did it and uh, you know, I wasn't there, obviously. Um, but and then we lost pets as kids, um, you know, that we knew had died and we buried them. Like I, I have like, I don't know, 20 hamsters buried in the backyard at the house that I grew up in. Shout out Onion Creek, whoever lives there now in Austin, Texas. But a lot of little hamsters buried back there. But I and cats probably. Yeah. Cats, dogs, hamsters. I had a bird once. Oh, that bird, my bird story is tragic. It um, it died because I put Christmas lights on its cage. And we had a cat. And the cat started playing with the Christmas lights. And ugh, this is all my fault. I feel horrible. I'm a bird killer. So the cat started playing with the lights and shaking the cage back and forth. And it, like, gave the bird a heart attack. I know. It's very sad. So that bird is buried there. <laughs> so anyway, back to preparing for the death of your dog, which which is hard. I think it's important if you have a sick dog or an old dog or cat or whatever animal it is, just start spending quality time. This will help you with the healing process. It'll help you, you know, get prepared for what's about to happen because it is going to happen and you just need to do what you can. But, you know, go to the spots that you you guys love around town. Like if you have a favorite park that your dog loves and that you love, like go on walks, feed them their favorite meals, lay together on the couch, maybe just hang out. There's so much that Josie got to do on like in the last like month or two of her life that she never got to do. Like I did not really let her on the couch, but you can bet in that last month, like I was cuddling with her all over the place. There was like no rules. It didn't matter. She got to eat all the things. Um, also, it's just important to get ahead of the arrangements. Talk to your vet and see what's going to be best for you. Um, that way you don't have to deal with it when you're grieving and you're sad and you've already put the animal down. You just know what's going to happen. Like we knew with our vet, we wanted Josie cremated, but maybe you want to bury your dog or maybe you want the vet to just take care of it. You're good, you know, but generally your vet will give you information about what they can offer. And uh, there's even like special little caskets if you want to bury, um, proper burial urns. Like ours is just in this little wooden box. And again, we're going to go spread the ashes, but 
You have to just figure out what's going to be best for you, but go ahead and do it now so you don't have to think about that stuff later. You can also prepare yourself emotionally, which I don't think we're ever fully prepared to lose something that we love. Like death is just really, really hard. And, you know, I say this, I'm talking about this dog stuff, but I also had to prepare for losing my mom in a very similar way. She had cancer and we knew she was dying and she entered hospice. And I feel like maybe you don't have a dog and you're like, well, this doesn't really relate to me. Why am I listening to this? But you can maybe apply this stuff to anyone or anything in your life that you're close to and that you love that you're going to have to lose. Um, and then, you know, understand where your dog is uh, in the stages of whatever's happening and learn about the stages. Um, so that way, you know what to prepare for what's coming next. And then you can prepare yourself emotionally for what to expect. And then, you know, just understand that like anger, denial, all those things are normal and they can actually be a form of relief. So just let let yourself feel those feelings. Don't push them off. And then, you know, just process them. Don't don't hide them. Don't stuff them because that can come out, uh, you know, in other ways that just aren't healthy and good. Also, you need to talk to your kids. I think talking to your kids about death is super important. Um, we had just adopted our two kids in December of 2017 and they just got used to having a dog. They were brand new from Haiti. And they're like, oh, Josie, we have this pet. That was in December. And then in February, we had to put Josie down. So trying to explain to them that they had a dog and then all of a sudden they weren't going to have a dog. I mean, we had several, several talks with them. Luckily, they weren't too attached because they'd only been with her two months. But you know, you're trying to acclimate to your new life in America with your new family and your new family pet. And then all of a sudden, your family dog is gone. So that was very confusing to them. But probably not near as hard as if they had grown up with um, Josie and been with her for, you know, eight to 10 years or however long. Well, I guess my son was seven at the time and and daughter was 10. But yeah, so that would have been more difficult. So I don't feel for anybody listening right now that has a family pet that they're as old. They maybe are about to lose that, um, you know, you have to sit the kids down and tell them, especially if there's a, a crazy bond there. Um, but also take photos and other keepsakes. So if you know your dog's going to be passing soon, it's a good idea to take extra photos, maybe do like a paw print thing. Oh, I will say that my vet, something that they did with the ashes, we did get this little um, paw print, like a concrete thing, or I don't know what they made it out of exactly, but it's just like a little paw print. Or maybe if you have a driveway where you can pour some fresh cement, like do your dog's paw prints. Oh, I wish I could do that with Josie because we recently poured a new driveway and that would have been awesome to have her paw prints in there. Oh, but I mean, she'd already passed. So whatever, I can't do it, but maybe you can do it with your dog and that would be super special. Maybe have, you know, just ways that you can remember them later on. And that way, once you've lost your dog, you have these keepsakes and it'll just be easy for you to go through that. So Anyway, I know that this doesn't totally take away any of the pain you're going to be experiencing, but hopefully these little things will help you at least prepare for it and maybe you can implement them so that when the time comes, it'll be just that much easier. So uh, hard is with any of you that are going through this and the amount of notes and messages that I got about it. Um, it seems like a lot of you are and I feel for you and it's not easy. So sending all the love. Well, that's a wrap on today's episode. As always, appreciate any guest that comes on. So thank you, Aaron, so much for coming to chat with us and hope you all like the other things. You know, if there's any other podcast or four things episodes that you've missed, you can always go back and recap because Aaron's come on multiple times. I've had other guests. We've covered, 
I mean, if you got four things every Thursday, and we've been doing this for months now, there's lots of stuff for you to catch up on. If maybe you're listening for the first time, like you could definitely binge the podcast and that would make me so happy because I always like when I realize something that I'm into and that I have all these episodes to look forward to. If I find a podcast that I like and I realize I'm late to the party, I'm like, yes, I get to binge it and it feels awesome. So you not only have the Thursday episodes to binge, but the ones that load on Tuesday, which are the Q&A episodes, which we call the fifth thing. So hopefully that will keep you busy if you're new to listening. And then at the end of every episode, I do an email shout out and I've got an email for things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. So um, with that said, I'll go ahead and get started with um, the email shout out. And it happens to be from someone else named Amy regarding um, something she heard on a previous four things episode. So, hey, Amy, I just wanted to say thank you for your conversation with Bethany Lil Sipper, which cause that's because Bethany's Instagram handle is at Lil Sipper about getting her implants removed. I heard your podcast. I thought it was interesting, but dismissed it. Two weeks later, my mom told me about a woman she heard on the radio talking about how her implants, or at least she believed her implants, were the root cause to her developing Hashimoto's, an autoimmune disease, and contributes to her migraines. Uh, and it's because of the implants. This struck me as I was diagnosed with Hashi's nearly three years ago and have suffered with migraines since moving to Colorado 15 years ago. There's so much more to my story, but long story short, I have an appointment with a local doctor to discuss an explant. I may also travel to Jacksonville to get the explant done. Lots to decide. This isn't an easy decision as there's no guarantee this will resolve my health problems and it's so expensive. I'm so torn. Spend thousands of dollars for potential health recovery or spend nothing, do nothing, and continue to suffer. Not an easy decision, but I wanted to say thank you as your podcast planted the seed and got the ball rolling. God bless Amy. And I was just like, oh, wow. So that was a shout out to Lil Sipper and Bethany for being on and sharing her story about getting her explant surgery to feel better. And, you know, I just, I just share this too, because it warms my heart to know that things that we're talking about and people that I'm having on are actually impacting your lives in some way, shape or form. Like sometimes I feel like I'm just coming on here and rambling and talking about nothing, but my hope is that it's at least touching one person that needs to hear it. So um, I appreciate the notes coming in. I appreciate y'all listening to all the episodes and I appreciate all the guests that come on and share their knowledge. And it's just super cool, this little community that we've formed and hopefully we can be here for each other along the way when we're going through things. So Amy, I hope that you'll update us on uh, what happens after the explant. I hope and pray that maybe that gives you some resolve and you have some relief because I can't imagine dealing with migraines for 15 years. I don't know much about Hashimoto's, that that autoimmune disease, but gosh, I do know. I think I've had two migraines in my life and I it was like the worst feeling I've ever had. So yeah, I feel for you people that, which I've got friends included that have to suffer with migraines on a regular basis. And I just don't even know how y'all do it. So mm -hmm, definitely thinking of you, Amy, and thank you for the note. And thank you to everyone that's with us on this Four Things podcast journey. I love the little family we're creating. And uh, just a heads up too that since I talk about the Four Things totes, since that's what this entire podcast is inspired by, um, today, Thursday, is the official cutoff to order your mom a customized tote. It was Monday, but we extended it a few more days. So if you're listening to this right now and it's still Thursday, 
then just go to shopaspa.com and you want to check getting your mom a cool Mother's Day gift off your list. Literally, you don't have to leave your desk, your couch. You don't have to go around town shopping. You can customize a tote just for her. Think of her favorite four things, throw them on a tote, and boom, like you're done. And it'll ship in time for Mother's Day if you order today, Thursday, April 25th. Now, say you're listening to this and it's Friday or Saturday or Sunday or whatever, we still have pre-made four things totes that are for moms and we've got really cute ones. So you could order a pre-made one and it'll still ship in time. I'm only talking about the customized ones because they're made special just for your mom and she'll love that it's thoughtful and personalized just for her, but she will especially love that it is supporting mamas and babies in Haiti through Project MetaShare, which is a maternity center in Haiti Central Plateau. And fun, exciting announcement, Mary and my husband and I are booking a trip to Haiti to go visit the maternity center. And I couldn't be more pumped about it. I think we're going at the end of May. So Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to go to Haiti. And it's my first time back since um, we got the kids. So yeah, going to be kind of crazy going back to Haiti. The kids won't get to go. They don't have their passports yet. Plus, I don't think it's healthy for them to go this early because they've only been here a year and four months. So yeah, we'll wait on that at least probably two years. But I mean, I was going to Haiti several times a year for five years while we were going through adoption process. So to have not gone the last like year and four months has been pretty crazy because it's a big part of my life. So Mary and I are pumped to be able to go visit the maternity center and report back all of the really cool things that we saw and the fun stuff that they're doing there to, and I say fun, but I guess it means life-saving stuff. It's serious. Let's just say all the amazing things they're doing there. I call it fun because I just think going to visit Haiti and then the work that they're doing is so fulfilling that hopefully for those that are working down there, it actually is fun. Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you, Mike D, for putting this whole thing together. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Walker Hayes, for the theme song. And thank you for listening. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com.
This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. 